Welcome back, everyone, to Dice and Consequences. I'm your dungeon master, Jake Geedy, and I welcome you back to the world of Valen. Now, in our last session, we got an overview of the world. We learned about some of the landmarks, a bit about the different cultures that inhabit the world, and we heard from our players. But now, dear listeners, let's learn more about the people through whose eyes we will explore this world of earth, water, wind, and fire. Starting in the north, on the peaceful island of Kairiku, just a few miles south of the Northern Water Clan, we have the twins, Kiaru and Asuna. Hi, I'm Kiaru. I like to splash around in water all day. I cannot make a decision to save my life. And I'm a polar turtle soup addict. Well, and I'm Asuna. I'm hot-headed, I run straight into danger, and I think I'm in charge because I was born two minutes sooner. Okay, but look, I actually was. Girls, girls, don't trick these nice folks. Tell them who you really are. Okay, Grandpa. Hi, I'm actually Asuna. And I'm really Kiaru. And we're twins. I'm a fire leasing prodigy, the best in my village. Some people say I'm overeager, but I like to think of it as decisive. I'm strong of body and mind, and I'm not bad to look at. <laughs> well, that we can agree on. We might look the same, but I'm the one looking after my sister, cleaning up after when she jumps headfirst into something, and using my water lacing to heal her later. Okay, but what's the point of learning how to heal if you never use it? I mean, I'd just rather not have to use it that often. Wait, wait, wait girls, how about we uh, tell people what you look like? I mean, it's hard for people to tell us apart. We have long, wavy black hair. I like to wear mine up, out of the way. And mine's usually half up for convenience. Yeah, usually it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> and we mean that almost <laughs> literally, especially when it comes to our eyes. My left eye is brown, the other one's blue. And mine are the same, but opposite. Little do the girls know that their fates bound by water and fire, tie them not only to each other, but also the world and her salvation or destruction. Now we move west to the continent of Karen and the home of the hardy Earthkin in a town not far from the capital. A man spurred to action by the stings of loss and injustice stalks the streets and alleyways, looking for those who wronged him and saving those who have lost hope. Hey, hey, it's your boy, Lim Fu, or as the gods like to call me, the scumbag of justice. And I can assure you, everything you heard about me is true. Well, mostly. I used to be a rat on the streets of Tian Din until an old lady took me off the streets. She told me that there was more to life than just fighting and stealing. One day I almost lost my life trying to save my best friend from a terrible end. From that day I knew that justice was my calling. When I got older, I spent some time with the Earth Kingdom guards, but that didn't last very long, for one reason or another. From then on, I just went place to place spreading justice wherever I went. The guards call me a vigilante and a nuisance. I don't even know what that first word means, but I try to do my best. It's not too hard to find me in a crowd. I have a horseshoe haircut with my hair spiked on all sides, a large scar on the side of my face, and eyes as black as coal. I'm always wearing my signature style of baggy pants, a green sash belt, and a sleeveless coat my old lady gave to me. It's all I have left of her now. As of now, I can't tell you what I'm doing or else you might get in trouble too. All you need to know is that I'm hunting people. People that deserve what's coming to them for what they stole from me.
Our hero knows not what powers he faces, and that his actions send ripples across the fates and bind him to the others. But when given a chance, will he be able to resist the power for the good of the many? The world could rest on that answer. And now we move southward, through Airwalker Pass, and up the mist-covered and tranquil tops of the Voros Mountains. Here, among the Zen Gardens and the many-spired temples, a boy, reaching manhood, stumbles upon a forbidden work. Not knowing the events, he is just set into motion. I am Usan. An air monk raised to protect those that live beneath our high temples. Grand spires that have long protected the realm for centuries. Standing above of grand visions of balance, control, mercy, peace. I was raised and trained to protect those below. But my masters have failed them. Had failed me. I've seen the future that lies before us. War shall turn our land to ashes. And these old men will drown in it as they cling to their traditions. In our temple, I have taken a forbidden weapon that threatens to destroy my mind. But I shall pay any price in order to protect these people in my care. I'm of short stature. My body's strong and fit for my training in fighting thugs. I have black, no, white from that tome I had taken. Will our lost soul find his peace again? Or will temptation and vengeance become his new creed? And what of the ancient weapon? Will the power that was locked away for centuries consume him? All things are possible, and nothing is set. But the shadows and darkness creep ever onward. Will our heroes meet their apportioned fates? Or will the power that seeks to plunge the world into darkness become a tide they are unable to break. Welcome to the world of Valen, and remember, may the dice ever be in your favor. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Consequences. The intro and outro music is Firestone by Seth Baldwin. Attributions for sound effects are in the episode description. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for next week, where will be our first session of Incarnate, followed the week after by the first episode of The Curse of Strahd, DM'd by Austin Woodyard. Take care, everyone.